Hi guys, welcome back to Afrolit. It's just one voice. Actually, there's two voices, but it's the one OG voice coming at you guys. But don't worry, Bobo is gonna be back next week. So listen, we are continuing this conversation on just uh, romance and relationships. But I am joined with the lovely guest, Zianda. Hi everyone. You may have remember her voice from the <laughs> Welcome Home episode and our kind of part one on celibacy. But I wanted to regroup on that conversation because yeah. we've just had a lovely experience of going to Hillsong mm. in New York City, which yes. is a nice church if you um, are a Christian and like going to church. It's an awesome church you should check out. Also check out City Light. None of these are sponsored. These are just, <laughs> just drop in where I go, you know? So, you know, we saw a lovely pastor just like Amazing. talking about his wife and saying, yes, my best friend and she's a black woman. It was just like, mm, it was so, so saucy, you know? It was, it was so uplifting. It was saucy. So I wanted to get into that conversation in the context of us, especially because A, we're younger because that guy's been married for 21 years, which yeah. is basically how old we are. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> think about it like that. And um, yeah, and see how different scenarios have kind of played into to your spirituality so i want to know how long have you a been dating as a christian oh wow i mean i've been a christian for all my life okay yes I, yeah. I mean you know when you're born into a christian family it's like yeah actually let's start there yeah you so know, how long have you been a christian um uh, i mean gosh i was born to a christian family uh my family's not very i mean they're spiritual mm-hmm not very religious, it's mm-hmm. not strict, which yeah. is very different for an African. I know, black right? Family. It's like, hey, you must go to church. Yeah, but I feel like right. my family is just so open to like, okay, you know what? Like, yeah, we're not gonna force church down your throat. Right. It's either you pick, you pick whatever you want to pick. Right. But this is what we do. Like they coexist, you know? Because yeah. like if you went to your parents and you were like, hey, like I feel like I want to practice like the Muslim faith, like they yeah. wouldn't be like. <gasps> They would have, I mean, they would be like, but they would be like, uh, do you? I don't know. I mean, like, they probably, um, I'm just thinking like how open, like I want to know how open they, they okay, are. Okay, not, I mean, they're open yeah. to that, but I mean, it's not like they're going to be <laughs> like, I don't know, helping me out. I'm not sure. That's like a very interesting question. Okay. Anyway, so I'm going to think about, that. think yeah. about it. Uh-huh. But, um. Yeah, I've been a Christian for all my life. Mm-hmm. I started dating when I was 12. Wow. <laughs> a story for another <laughs> so, day. <laughs> I started dating when I was 12. Um, Does I think, that count? You counted? No, no, I don't. Yeah, I mean, why are you lying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I mean... That doesn't count. My first serious relationship was when I was 16. Okay. And, um, that can, you know, you've developed now, you know, yeah. hormones and feelings and puberty. It's like, okay. Yeah. Right? But, um... I I think really dating yeah. as a Christian really started like this year for okay. to say. Yeah. It wasn't like as strict before because mm-hmm. I mean I wasn't necessarily doing anything. Right. Like that. But um yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when you say dating as a Christian, like you weren't really doing anything before. So like were you even so like before were you at least like 
getting like intimate or like making out with these people or like were you just guys holding hands and no okay, it wasn't like it wasn't like you know buddy buddy like you know really just yeah i mean i was doing things that i mean i was you know yeah i, think I really had sex when i was when i was um 18 that was my first sexual experience okay um before that when i was 16 i was just like doing i guess just um <laughs> Four play. <laughs> I guess I was doing foreplay. Uh, oh goodness. Um, so yeah, but okay. So let's break down because, like, you know, some of our family, our listeners, we call them family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they may not. This is a completely new concept to that, like Christian dating, right? Yeah. Like, what what would you say? Like, the biggest differences are in just like dating. I mean, of course, like we've had this conversation about being celibate. Yes. That's like I guess the major one. But what else do you feel? That's interesting. Um. Well, uh, gosh to date as a christian and what it is to just date like in yeah. general without having a spirituality connection to it um i don't really know like the difference i guess would also just be that it's not maybe you have relationships that are like a bit more long-term mm. try to have long-term relationships yeah. and not necessarily engage obviously we've said celibacy non-engaging right. sexual activities right um for me, I guess it's also like the meeting place because we were having this conversation oh, on wow. Sunday. Yes, yes, yes. You know, so it's like, are you still down to meet the guy at the club? But that's the thing. Like Christians go to, to that's the club. Thing. That's the thing. <laughs> so it's like so so okay. So I guess for you, do you feel like they need to already be loving God? Yes, definitely. Oh. Okay, and it's so it's a it's a different. I mean. I, it's like a different thing because I was with someone who only really started to discover who God really was. Yeah. And this was like when I, you know, this was like my recent right, relationship. This right. was like when I, I mean, this is when I'm really dating as a Christian. Right, right, right. Trying to be celibate. And um, this person just wasn't like it, into God at all. Right. Like he was spiritual, but he wasn't necessarily a Christian. Christian. And, um, I mean, it's easier if you have that kind of foreground where both of you come Very from a true. spiritual, yeah. you know, it's, it's a lot easier if it's that way because, yeah. um, you, you don't have conflicts with right. your religion and it's right. also with your beliefs, your morals. Yeah. Because that could be a really straining thing in a relationship. I think so too. I guess... For me, what kind of makes it tricky, Mm -hmm. especially the differences, is, like, how certain roles are, like, laid out in Christianity, you know? And, like, this is the next kind of scenario I wanted to paint. It's, Mm -hmm. like, if you get into a relationship and, like, yeah, he's Christian... But he's, like, very strict on, like... Or not very strict, but, like, very specific. (laughs) Like, your face... The look you're giving me is very specific on the roles that are going to be kind of enforced. Like, you know, like, you just kind of have, like, casual conversations. But then you already hear him, like, nah, like, I'm never going to be in the house. Like, I'm always going to be working, providing. Like, you you could do the laundry. Right? I mean, this is... So how do you... Even as, like... 
and it's not to say that in non-Christian dating, like, there, it's people who are all open and all liberal, and not to yes. say that in Christianity. It's a spectrum, right? Yes, of course. So it's like, how do you feel like you would navigate now that scenario? That, like, is that worth being like, nah? I mean, of course, you guys are still dating, so you could be like, nah, like, I'm not with this shit. Peace mm-hmm. out. But, like, if you really like him and he is really on fire for God, wow, would you compromise? No. <laughs> That's straight up. No, listen, I... Why not? Um, you know what? Like, I've always believed, you know, this also could just be a juxtaposition. Right. How, you know, being a Christian woman mm-hmm. and then also um, loving a Christian man who's really strict with right. these things. But um, I would never compromise... Or even, like, just to correct, like, strict is probably not the best word. Like, just, like, not, you know, like, he really has this vision. Yes. You know, of being the provider. Yeah. Because, like, that's how it's dictated, you know? He will provide for you. Yeah, and but that's the thing. Like, for me, I am the provider. Like, I provide for myself. I provide for, like, my sister. You know? Like, I, you know, I work. And I'm not to say that I'm, like, a workaholic or at all. Oh, goodness. Right, no. But I... I'm that kind of person who I do not want to yeah. ever feel in a place where I need to depend on another person. Obviously, like, if he's providing, it's, like, right, great. I mean, it's amazing. But I also want to play a role in that as well. Like, exactly. I feel like there needs to be an equal um, mm-hmm. role in that mm-hmm. where we both, you know providing we're both working we're both exactly you know, like, like it should I, be a co I, it should be coexisting exact, exactly right i wouldn't be able to be with someone who's just like yeah i mean right. you know you can't do this like oh it doesn't feel like i'm mad right like, i so, know you know it's, it's so nuanced and it's yeah. i think it does tie into the fact that like faith is very communal but it's also very individual like yes. how you practice your faith of course is your practice yes. you know and i feel like that should be the kind of overarching mm. conversation but i guess it kind of falls in line too because imagine now of course like you have that conflict it kind of gets resolved like you know he's now open to it yeah but then he's like okay but like i only want us to have christian friends <laughs> You know, or not like, and he doesn't even say it like that. It's just because you, you, you know, I've seen these circumstances, especially come up when it's like, you know, we're gonna go, we're gonna go to this event, you know, and it's like obviously, like maybe it's put together by the church or not, or it's put together by your friends who you've met at church, mm-hmm. but you can tell that it's just like, like yeah, you want to invite everyone, but if your friend is wearing a hijab, it's like, Ooh. oh my gosh. So, yeah, how would you, how would, yeah, how would you do that? I how mean, would you feel about that? You see, that's the thing. Like, I guess I'm a Christian who really is not religious and more spiritual. I like that. And um, Same here. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, and this could be so, like, offensive to people who, you know, are Christians and might actually, you know, are religious. Right. Like, it's so, it's, it's, it's like a and really touchy conversation. Again, we don't want to offend no. anyone. Disclaimer. Definitely. I think I'll put a disclaimer in this. Yes. This is the verbal disclaimer that this is just a conversation that we're having based off of our experience exactly. at Hillsong. And just like going out from time to time. Yeah. And just the conversation that we had after that. Because I had experienced a... 
um, panel put together by City Light Church in New York where they were talking about Christian dating and how so many people skip the like friendship and like yeah. pre-dating phase. Uh, we just kind of skip to the fact like, oh yeah, you know, I like you, you like me, like feel. let's just kind of be together when they were talking about how you have to be a friend and see them in group yes. settings and why it's so important too. So that blew my mind. So that's why we're having this conversation. Yeah. But yes, now, back to this guy. No, I mean... <laughs> you know? See... And this is just your opinion. This is course. not the opinion that we want everyone to, to have. have. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I, I was saying that... Um, for me, I'm so open-minded to everybody else's spiritual mm. relationship with whatever mm-hmm. God that they have. Um and I'm respectful towards that. And I feel mm. like that is what God wants us to be. We should exactly. love our neighbors. Yeah, as ourselves. Just as we love ourselves. So, right. um, for me, I mean, it's also just sort of, if you're surrounded by Christians all the time, like right. you're not going to be exposed to what they're is in the world like what other religions what other practices and that for me is just so close-minded in my opinion right right of course you know i wouldn't want to just be around people who are what i am yeah i'd rather you know have that spectrum of like oh wow okay she's exactly and it's so important i like that you use the word spectrum because like there's people who are different of course like they're on different paths yes and like maybe if they see your path they'll not necessarily want to be on it or maybe they want to be on it but at the same time they may just want to just get to know you more because they see that you're shining a light and it's like okay then the layers start coming out like yeah you are a christian and stuff like that yeah and so lastly so now you work through that scenario you know he becomes more Mm open-minded it's like yeah cool now I want us to become missionaries. Let's go out there and give everyone Bibles and we're going to tell everyone, yeah, you got to be a Christian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so now it's like, hey. It's a lot. It's a no, lot. It's, you know what? I've actually been wanting to be a missionary, not um, for a very long time. Okay. For a very, at least right. like a few months, a year. Right. Um, and I guess that's also just, I mean, that if that's my calling, that's my calling. Like, right. if God's spoken to, to me through my prayers about that, mm-hmm. then yes. I mean, it's something that I've admired people saying. I've admired I that. Because um, I feel I would, like that's when you kind of experience, like, persecution, yes. you know? And, like, that's when you kind of get close to, like, wow, people here. Like, that's when you realize, like, being a Christian is kind of a minority in itself, yeah. too. You know, when you go and yes, explore. Yes, that's so true. Wow. Right. Yeah, so, um, I, I mean, I would love to, I mean, I could be open to that, but if he's mm. saying, like, for, that's the thing, I mean, I could never, I don't want to ever listen to another human being, as much as I might love them, like, if he's telling me, okay, let's go and do this, like, you know, for, like, a long time, mm. I could be open to it, but I also have my hopes and my own dreams and how I, exactly. my own calling, like, And you he, should. You know, he, I mean, he's... If he's feeling as if, okay, you know, God's telling me to do this, honey, right. do it. I'm so happy right. for you. You do it. Do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah. you know, if it feels like right to me at the time, then I should do it. But right. I don't think another person should influence mm-hmm. what 
I should do in my spiritual path right. at all. It's so real. You know, it's between me and God, and that's that's it. And the reason why I kind of bring up the missionary chat yeah. is because I feel like, especially on the continent, there are millionaires mm-hmm. who are, like, pastors. You know, like, yeah. the church as an industry, as mm-hmm. a business, is banking. Mm-hmm. You know? And I... I won't lie, like, I have some sort of personal problems with it because mm-hmm. it's really taking money from, like, people who are way, way below the poverty line mm-hmm. because they feel like, you know, it's touching on their soul, mm. you know? And some of these pastors, like, know that and they're still exploiting that power Definitely. that they have, you know? So it's like, do you feel, like, as a Christian... Because I've had conversation with friends where it's like you know like christianity is kind of crazy because like y'all give money yes and like expect yes money to come back to you when it yes. like doesn't work like that mm. you know like tithing you tithe your money and it's like yeah so it's like how and you know like th- these are the pastors who are make- getting rich off yeah. of it right so it's like how do you navigate that kind of speech you know especially in the context of like you see these pastors mm-hmm. with Range Rover yes <laughs> you, and, know? And, and, you know you know it's so funny I had a, a, a one of my very close friends mm-hmm. um she I'm she moved from Italy she's mm-hmm. Italian mm-hmm. she came and lived in South Africa for a short period of time and she had told me about how the Roman Catholics, I mean, obviously, you know, yeah. Roman Catholic, like, that's right. different, it's a, you know. Yeah, it's different. It's, yeah, we're in the same boat, but just different. It's so different. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she was saying to me, she, like, would never believe in God because of the way that um, the popes there or the, the upper clergy and, you know, mm. the church, how they been really taking money from people that are living in complete poverty in mm. in, in Italy and um, she would say you know how if God really loved us like why would he allow the oh, people that man. we look up to yeah. like our you know in the church right. to just take our money and then right. we're still suffering right and um, I was saying to her I mean I also have lots of issues with right. how a lot of the, you know, the pastors are right. laundering money. Right. That for me is really ridiculous. It's I don't. Crazy. That's not God's work. I know, and they will be like that. Is karma? It will come day, back. Ew, I know. It will come I, back. I don't believe that that is the right way mm-hmm. to um, to be our leaders at all. Of course not. Um, and yeah i mean how i navigate through that is just i just that's probably why i go to small churches i mean i was forced i'm not forced to go to hillsong but i've only really been exposed to hillsong Mm. um but i don't really go to churches that i know that the pastors are incredibly famous because of issues like that same um so yeah, that's sort of how I navigate through. I don't agree with it at all. Same here. It's really. Uh... I think it speaks to the problem because at the same time too, there's also this kind of overarching narrative like, oh, if you're Christian, you're supposed to be poor. Mm. When it's like that's not the case no, either, though. <laughs> you know, like that's not Jesus wasn't poor. No, he wasn't. So like, no, you're rich know, of love, honey. Right? <laughs> 
<laughs> but even still, like, there was never a moment where it was like, oh, Jesus is now, you know, he only has, like, one bowl of bread yeah. and one soup for the day. You oh. know? No, he made it rain. Like, there were, like, 500 loaves <laughs> and fish left over, fam. Yeah. So, um, I mean, of course, that just spoke, speaks to who he was. But at the same time, too, it's kind of to reinforce that, like, you don't have to be poor. And that's why tithing needs to be a short... You know, it's not supposed to be like, give everything you have. Yeah. You know, some churches kind of pen it in that yeah. way. But it's supposed to be just 10% of yeah. what you make. You know, mm-hmm. and if you didn't make any money today or you haven't made any money, then you should not feel obligated, obligated to give. To, yeah. You know? So, yeah. It's a it's a larger conversation. It's more... It's a way more complex layered conversation but because of the time that we have we want to know what your thoughts are family tag us comment on this link use iHeartRadio. we're now available there and give us a rating on apple podcasts and let us know what you think what your thoughts are if you're christian if you're non-christian any questions that you may have really we're open to all topics see you and talk to you soon Bye. Bye.